Inductees into the South Dakota Hall of Fame come from all backgrounds of life, but one thing they all have in common is their daily pursuit of their dreams. In this podcast, you will hear stories of the legacy of these inductees and how these dream chasers have impacted South Dakota in meaningful ways. Here's your host, Miles Beacom. Today we have Adam Weaver here, who's our newest winner of the Acts of Excellence. Adam, to start with, how would you like to tell us a little bit about your background uh, from your home state growing up and what brought you to South Dakota and what's keeping you in South Dakota? Yeah, so um, I grew up in West Virginia in a small town where my mom was actually the city manager. Um, and so I spent a lot of my time uh, hanging out at the city office, the city hall. Um, and then I went to college and then after college I joined the Air Force, which brought me to Ellsworth Air Force Base in South Dakota which was a place I'd never even thought about visiting before. You know, I thought, oh my gosh, South Dakota. And I would tell you the first uh, week I was here, it was May, and it snowed like two feet. And I thought, oh my goodness, you know, right? So, um, but eventually I came to love South Dakota and um, I discovered cave exploration here and started mapping caves here. Um, I actually found them throughout. I started taking some extra classes at Black Hill State and joined an outdoors club. And uh, my very first outdoors club trip was uh, to Jewel Cave, and then I never went to another outdoors club group thing again because I just loved caving and just kept doing it. So um, when I left the Air Force, the caves, both Jewel and Wind, and the opportunity for true exploration, it kept me here. Um, so I mean, that's one thing that most people don't know that we have here is that you can go places that no one's ever been before in South Dakota. And I've been on, uh, I think at this point, 27 four-day trips underground in South Dakota underground mapping. 30 or so miles here that no one's ever seen before. Places that are new land. We've, we've found brand new lakes underground and places where there's microbes that exist nowhere else on earth. Adam, how is caving and GIS mapping uh, fit into chasing your dreams? One of the things you said is you stayed here in South Dakota after the Air Force because of the caves here. So can you walk through that with us? Right, so, so you know, once I, once I got into um, caving, it really changed what I wanted to do with my life. And um, so I used my GI Bill from the Air Force to go back and get my master's degree in natural resource stewardship because I initially really wanted to work for the Park Service and eventually did and then worked as a hydrology technician for the Forest Service for a number of years. And, and so like underground, what we're doing there is we're mapping, we're making maps of the caves because when you hear how long a cave is, like for instance, wind caves 157 miles long. So that's not how long the cave actually is, that's how long the map is, because you can only call it that by its measured distance. And so eventually I, I was doing more and more GIS work um, on the surface, doing hydrology work for the forest, and eventually now I'm a GIS analyst for the city of Rapid City in Pennington County. Um, so it's all kind of about uh, analyzing where things are and, and mapping them. They're, they're both mapping, but one's professionally, one's uh, a professional great hobby, I guess. You know. Adam, whenever you're chasing your dreams, you continue to, people continue to have challenges in their life. Can you share a couple of the challenges you've had with some of the uh, opportunities you're also faced with? Yeah, so, you know, one thing that's, that most people don't think about um, is that, you know, as a cave explorer that's very active, you know, and I go, I map, I've mapped many miles of cave here in South Dakota, and I've mapped a lot in, in other states as well. You know, I think Right now I have somewhere between 70 and 75 miles of brand new cave passage that I've discovered and, and mapped across the country. But because of that, I've spent well over a year of my life underground, you know, mapping these places. So um, when I had a daughter, 
that really changed things and it was a huge challenge because then when I you know say hey I have to go and I'll be back in 10 days I'll be underground no one can call me that creates some obstacles that you have to overcome which eventually I found a way to work out with my spouse but um, but overall you know having a daughter really changed my perspective of caving and it led to a lot of projects that I started working on like the cave preserve here in Rapid City where um, you know if, if we don't protect these caves and find more caves to protect and, and, and keep putting them in places where they won't be damaged and that they can exist essentially forever the next generation won't have caves to go to you know when I see a cave the first time it's pristine and untouched and, and almost never damaged from people um, and so we have to maintain them in a way that that, that exists for another generation could you share Scariest episode while caving. I just think people would like to hear that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so the scariest thing that I've in encountered while caving, and so there's a couple of things about caving that uh, can be scary. One is that if you um, get lost in a cave, which um, South Dakota is well known for having very mazy, complicated cave systems. Um, then eventually what happens is that you're, you run out of light, your light runs out, and then you get hypothermic, and that's how you pass away. You don't, you're not, or you fall in a hole because your light, you're walking around in the dark. So, so getting lost, I've only been lost one time, and it was in Wind Cave, and it was only for, I don't know, two minutes, but it was uh, terrifying because Wind Cave is uh, world-renowned for being the maziest cave on the planet. Um, the other thing that, you know, every once in a while, and it's, it's hard to pinpoint like one specific one, but, um, you know, Jewel Cave, it's 210 miles long, essentially, right now, you know. And, and so when we go in the cave, there are three camps to get to the end. And when you're at the end of the cave, it's one of the most remote places on the planet. And so if you slip and uh, break your leg or something, then you're essentially going to have to get better in the cave or maybe not get better, you know. So, so there's been a number of times when you have, like, you have, like, a small fall and you're like, oh my gosh, you know. But, but luckily, um, because of, of the system that was actually started with the cons uh, in the 1950s of, of building up trips, no one's ever been injured in the cave. So I, we've all been super lucky with that. But yeah, those are, I mean, it's, those are just scary things that you have to, you have to get by. Um. Adam, what has been your most important achievement to date? Right, yeah, yeah. so there, there's, okay. So I've had a number of things that, I, that are pretty exciting in my life, especially in the cave world, obviously uh, having a daughter is a great, you know, it's an amazing thing. Um, meaning my wife is great. Um, but in the caving world, you know, I'm currently the, the vice president of the largest caving organization in the world. And for that organization, I'm in charge of cave conservation, all 24 of the cave preserves in the country that exist, um, and um, all of the uh, conventions, which seems like an odd thing, but it's how we showcase um, what we do. Uh, every year and, and next year the, the in 2022 the National Caving Commission is here in Rapid City which is pretty fun so um, so that so that's that's a, a big milestone to do that only one other person from South Dakota has ever been an officer in that organization so I'm the second um, you know making the preserve here in Rapid City was a really big deal and um, as you mentioned you know one of those caves in the preserve uh, intersects the Madison Aquifer which is where Rapid City gets its water supply so so it's a way that we can, you can go in there to that, that water source and you can not only measure the, the health of the aquifer, but you can also make sure that no one's going to build a tire shop on top of it and you know, put pollutants into the groundwater uh, three miles from the Rapid City intake system. So, I mean, that's a really big deal for everyone in Rapid City and, and for the cave itself. Um, 
It's also the cave that is most accessible in the preserve. So if people want to go see a cave, it's the largest cave that we own and um, one that people can certainly go look at. Adam, what would you share with other young people today about chasing their dreams? Yeah, you know, so I, I think part of it is that um, when, when you're young, you may not know what you want to do. And you may, at some point in your life, run across it, and whenever you find the thing that you love, you should go after it with everything that it's reasonable to do. You know, um, you know I found caving when I was um, older than a lot of people do. I mean, my daughter, she gets to go caving and she's eight now. You know, so she can go all the time and she thinks it's normal. But I, I discovered it when I was in my 20s. And since then, you know, as I mentioned before, I, I've gone all over the country mapping caves. I've gone to other countries mapping caves. Um, I'm kind of a nationwide expert on cave conservation and I've done a lot of work to help other places preserve their caves. Um, and so you can be, if you pour your heart into it, you can become an, one of the best in the world at anything. Um, you know, right now, I think currently I still hold the world record for the farthest ever gone from an entrance in a cave, um, which is like 14 miles from the entrance, one direction. So, um, so until that gets broken, that's pretty exciting. But um, I mean, nobody, nobody, caving is one of those sports that like no one knows about it, you know, so, but, um, but I mean, so, but you can, but the point is you can become great at anything you, you really try hard at. Um, so definitely go after, I mean, the cons who are in the Hall of Fame, they didn't start caving until they were in their 40s and they mapped 65 miles of Jewel Cave. So, so anybody can do anything, but they're exceptional people to begin with. Thank you for listening. To learn more about the South Dakota Hall of Fame and these dream chasers, visit our website at www.sdexcellence.org and follow us on Facebook and Instagram.